You're listening to the How'd We Meet podcast, where your host, O.C., will be speaking to a number of guests about how they met and the experiences they've gone through in their careers and personal life. Here's your host, O.C. This is this is my hugging buddy. Like, <laughs> this is my hugging buddy. Like, it's like when you meet somebody who gives good hugs with good intentions like you do, it's like you got to just have a bond. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, everybody. I'm Avery Don McCoy, actress, uh, dancer, entrepreneur, trying to be. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, I'm a server by day. Uh, acting is my passion, so I do that whenever I can. Um, I'm an intern for a studio, and I'm just a lover of life. How long? I mean, how long you been dancing? Well, I, you know, dancing, you know, not professionally, but um, I used to dance in college. Okay. For uh, Torque, it's a it was a FAMU. I went to FAMU, so I danced for them for like three, four years. Wait, um, for those like those three girls? No, no, no. Oh, no, Torque. Yeah, it's a, a dance organization. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, because in my head it got brought back because I remember on YouTube there was an era of like the twerking girls and oh, all that. Oh, yeah, no. That, and, no, we okay. was twerking, got but you. we weren't, nah. Yeah, nah got you, cool. got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I started to, I wanted to pick back, dan- like dancing back up, yeah, but, yeah. you know, my knees are bad, so <laughs> Old age. now I just dance, you know. Because it helps me when, you know, getting cast in different films, you know, if they know you can dance, you know, kind of helps your profile a little bit better for you to book over somebody that doesn't dance. So how long, I mean, how long you been acting? So I say professionally since 2017, because that's when I said I'm taking it serious. Mm -hmm. But I guess you would say since I I graduated college, because I graduated in 2015 from Florida A&M. Shout out the Rattlers. Right, right. Um, And then I was at home in Houston for a couple years. Then I came to Atlanta in 2017. Got you. Like around October. So that's how long I've been professionally acting, taking it serious, you know, going to classes, perfecting the craft, um, getting in the studio, things like that, like, that's why I say it's in 2017. Got you. What um what classes you take out here in Atlanta? Well, right now I'm with LS Studio. Right now I've been with LS Studio since it's it's conception. Since, um, that's Louis Stansel, um, his acting studio. He has one here in Atlanta, and he has one in LA, and then he's uh, starting one up in New York. So I've been with them for a while. Also intern and assist for him as well. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty dope. He's amazing. Um, I'm under Sean Middlesbrook. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's uh, he used to be with um, I think it was Tyler Perry's casting studio. Um, he's v- amazing, like his style of teaching and just how much he invests in you and like he truly wants you to get better at at who you are and where you are in your journey. Mm-hmm. So um, he was on um. Queen Sugar. Mm. Um, that's the most recent thing I know he's done. So he's still acting as well as, you know, coaching and teaching. So yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Are you still are you still acting or are you doing like more? No, I mean I stopped acting in like twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um I think for me like the whole acting part was like it was therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I was doing it for like five, six months. Yeah. Um and then I just like kind of fell in love with the directing portion of it. 
Yeah, and, that, and that's crazy because that leads segues into how we met. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I see what you did there. I, that wasn't trying to, okay. but it worked itself no, it out. It worked out. So how did we meet? We actually met at the booking room. I feel like I may have met you before that at something, but I don't think we met met. You know how mm-hmm. you know, you see somebody at, a, at an event, mm-hmm. but you don't really know them, and you just saying hi because, you know, you're coming into the room. But we officially met at the booking room. It was one of them su- that Sunday night sessions where you're getting it in, starting to, well, I forget what time we started, but... It was one of the nights. I don't do, know. If, hmm? Do you remember which studio? Um, where were we at? This one was at. Um, shoot, this was when I was newer. I was new to. Um, this was back in like 2018 because I was new to Atlanta. So and I went with my homegirl Tora. Ah, uh, so you talking about good acting studio? No, the booking room. No, 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 no. Oh, the, the studio um, yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, studio yeah, itself. Yeah, I don't know. I don't okay, know the okay, name okay. Of the studios, but I know we were at. It was like a big, open space. Um, was it that one? No. No, no. It was the other one where it was actually. Yeah, it was an actual. At oh no, we had the steps. Was it that one? It's been like two of them. I think I first seen you when we were at the ones where it was the the, the um. The theater. It was like a black box. I think that's the one where I originally seen you at. It was okay. like a black box theater. Mm-hmm. There were steps that went down. Um, and they had the stage up top. I think I seen you there. And then we it got moved to that other location mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it was like a big open space. And that's where we actually fully met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think my version is different. Okay. Um. And I could be mixing up the times. Okay. I, I could be. I think the first time I met you was, remember uh, those plays that I directed? Okay. Weren't you in one of those plays? I mean, not the one that I directed. What was that studio called? What's um, that guy? I forgot his name. He passed away. Dustin Felder. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, that wasn't our first time meeting, though. That was after the Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. So I had seen you at um, Booking Room. Mm -hmm. Then Dustin Felder, RIP, he was the original owner of Mm DFAS. It's no longer Mm -hmm. DFAS anymore. Mm -hmm. It's LS Studios. But um, Dustin Felder, he he did like little um, wads. Right, um, right, Writers, actors, and directors where you have writers... Um, write a script. They just, all they get is your headshot. They mm-hmm. get two headshots, and they get like twenty four hours, twenty four to forty eight hours to write a scene mm-hmm. f- built for your your type. What they they're typecasting you, what you think you can play, and then you come together on Saturday morning at like seven o'clock in the morning, and you put it on. So the, that's for the writers. Then the actors come in at seven o'clock in the morning. They get the script. They get like seven hours to learn the lines, go through it, and then they have a, di- a director guide them. So basically it just helps you know actors go in different spaces because some people go through the, the industry and they're only acting, but they don't ever venture out thinking, well, maybe I could be a director or a producer or a writer. So it helps them work those muscles that they didn't know they could work and they didn't know they even had that ability to do. Mm-hmm. So it helps you work the craft. And right. you came to, you either directed one I think you directed. Yeah, one, I directed. And you came that night. I don't know if I was the one that you did, you 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 did, but I was there when you was directing. I don't think you was the one. Yeah. Um It was, if I can remember, it was Jason Lauder. Yeah. Um, there was another younger kid. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's doing really well right now. Yeah. Um, it was two other people. I can't remember their names. Um, but for me, I remember Jason. Yeah, he has the dreads. Yeah, dope. dope. Jason is so dope. Fire. Man, come in contact with so many amazing mm-hmm. actors, and just to see their journey from when you met them. Wow. Like I don't know if you know this dude named DJ Watts. He's a um he's a younger he's a younger actor, but he's on the Mighty Ducks reboot. So he's on like I met him when he was like a a, a child, that's, like a baby. That's the kid I'm talking about. DJ Watts. He was he came to my hip. Yeah. He, came to my he was hip. he was at the um that's the first kid that I directed on WAD. And now he's on Mighty Ducks. And so and so when I see him on WAD and we were working together, it was so crazy because I knew Jason before then. Mm-hmm. Um 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 so so when I was there and I had Jason and I had that like that kid yeah. and we were working and when I tell you that little kid's work ethic is crazy his mom he literally we we sat down he literally went over the script I think twice mm-hmm. and he damn near had it memorized right and he takes directions so well so it's like when he was in the Mighty Ducks joint I was not surprised mhm his work ethic is crazy. Crazy. And yeah. it's crazy because I remember when I was younger and I would always see interviews where people were like, yeah, I remember when uh, John Travolta was sleeping um, in my bunk bed in college and, and now look at him now. And like, and now like these actors that I've worked with, mm-hmm. like when they were like um, building themselves up, I look now and I'm like, damn. Right. I remember when we was just in the crib, Shooting like the gym. yeah, just yeah, <laughs> just 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 planning stuff. Right. And now homies are um have recurring roles on this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, I I feel like a proud father, right? I'm or like, a big sister, yeah, yeah. Like or a, that that cousin that's like, man, I knew you, I know right. you, I actually do. No know facts, you. like yeah. oh, I'm like. Oh, I know that person. Okay, bet. It's really interesting when you're watching TV, right? You're watching TV on a random, come across a random show, random movie. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait, wait, go back, go Mm -hmm, back. mm -hmm. Yo, I had class with that man. Right. Like, oh my God, I seen, I know her. I may not know her, know her, but I mean, I I met her and look at her now. We was Mm -hmm. in class together. Mm -hmm. Now she's on you know, TV. Like my cousin actually made me feel really good. Um, you know those TV shows like The Fatal Attractions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. First Forty Eights and the reenactment shows. Well, um, I booked. Um, I think it was Fatal Attraction mm-hmm. that I booked, and I was on TV. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell nobody other than my immediate family that I booked. Mm-hmm. So they were new. You know what I mean? But I didn't know when it was going to air. I didn't get any information on it. I just told them, hey, I'm going to be on this show. And they were like, oh, congratulations, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the day my episode aired, mm-hmm. I was uh, season, I don't know what season they were in, but it was episode four. That's kind of like my calling card. I right. get booked for episode four. It's like of, of seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Like majority of things I've booked, it's been episode four. But anyways, um, my cousin calls me. And I didn't even know it aired. That's the thing. He called me. He was like, you on TV. I said, what? He said, you're on TV. I said, I'm on TV. What are you talking about? Like, I completely, I completely forgot about it. He was like, 
oh, I know that that's my cousin for real. Like that we that's my cousin, my first cousin. I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's yeah. me. So that feeling felt really good to just be on TV. Like it was amazing. And it was something, it's fatal attraction. Not knocking anything, but right. fatal attraction. No, facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, but it was dope. Nah, was that's dope. now that's super dope. I, Cause um there was um on the last acting is my back in 2019 that we yeah. filmed. Um, that was 2019 we filmed that? That was 2019. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. We just filmed that. No, no. The second time. No, the second time. Sorry. The yeah. second time, it was like 2020 something. Yeah, I was like, we just yeah. filmed that. Like, I'm tripping. Yeah, because you did it twice. You right. did it. You did it once, and mm-hmm. then you came back, and you brought it back. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was now that experience. So, so, so that, that was super dope. Even like uh, working with Terrell Hill and yeah. um, damn, I got what, to meet him. Damn, what's a- his partner's name? Um, I forgot his partner's name, but working with the Everybody's Network, mm-hmm. um, and doing that, it was I mean, it was a real dope experience. Yeah. Um, because I was kind of on the fence before of like adding more actors to it because mm-hmm. we have like a it was like a total of thirty plus actors on the second one. Right. Um, and I was like, damn, that's a lot of people. A lot of actors. But like it was cool, like just hearing everybody's story and mm-hmm. um getting people to hit me up like, hey, this is how this affected me and stuff like that. One thing that you didn't say when you were saying everything that you did, mm-hmm. you didn't say anything about the bodybuilding. <sighs> I know. I know. I do I do bodybuild. That is that is one thing that it's a love hate relationship with bodybuilding because it's very intense. Um, but I am I am more of sort of an aspiring bodybuilder because I have done a show. So I did one show. I competed last December. No, no, the December before that because we are now in 2023. So it was 2021 December. Mm-hmm. That was my last show. Um, I didn't do a show last year. Uh, 2022 was a really rough it was a really rough year. You would think that COVID years would be my rough, that the rough mm-hmm. year, 2022, was my personal rough year. So I, like I kind of took that off. I like how you keep on doing this. You keep on, you're smoothly going into these segments that I want to talk about. I like really? how you're doing this. So we in tuned. Oh, um, that's that, that's what this is for. <laughs> this is what this is. It's the energy, and that's what that's what I like about OC. Because OC, you just it's so easy to talk to you. It never feels like forced. It never feels like oh my god, I gotta talk to OC. No, it's like there go OC. Like I know yeah. I'm gonna get. We are gonna have some good conversations. Listen, it's listen. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> listen, before I move in, yo. Okay, before I move into this next one, so. When you came on set in 2020, yeah, and I saw you, mm-hmm. I that was the first time I saw you like in a very long in a time. very long time, yeah. and so I was excited as shit mm-hmm. when like when you were coming because the reason why I was excited as shit because mind you it was COVID right yeah you know I'm saying um so of course we were following COVID protocol of course um but for me it was like damn I haven't hugged somebody in a minute. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying like I know when she come in, she gonna give me a hug, and I'm a bask in that hug. Yeah, it was a good hug. It was a really good hug, like legit. When you came, we hugged for it felt like five minutes. It felt like five minutes, but I don't think it was that long. But it was a good hug. It didn't even matter. It could have been twenty minutes of hugging, and it would have been amazing. right. And we got I and I got a, a better hug on the way out. Right, come on now, come on, because because I think. 
for a lot of people during COVID, um, a lot of things that a lot of people started to appreciate more was being as close as we are now. You know what I'm saying? Like being close enough to somebody to give them a hug or shake their hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or like, yeah, just speaking, sitting on the couch and just talking. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do this back in back in COVID time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the world literally was going crazy. It's And it's so crazy that now we have to say back in COVID times. I feel like that was just yesterday, but that was like three years that ago. That was three years ago. COVID was three years ago. And it was just it's just it's just mind blowing how fast time is progressing. It's like <laughs> it can, I can go on and on. I can talk about like what you have to do and how you have to live in the moment and and just it, it, take everything in because that's how fast time is going. Yeah. It goes by like that, right? Like a blink of an eye. It's like mm-hmm. oh my god, now I was here in 2017. Now it's 2023. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. To where I was then, to where I am now. Right. Now it's wild. So I know, like, COVID affected people so many different ways. Right. Um, Like, I think you heard my first episode with my um, therapist, Marcia. Um, Shout out. Shout out to that episode. No, facts. That episode Um, was... And if you haven't tuned into that episode, definitely tune into the... Very informative. Yeah. Real talk. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you guys all know, so I'm not going to get into all that as far as, like dealing with my depression and everything like that that I went through during 2020. But I know that's not everybody's story right. for 2020. Mm-hmm. How did how did that affect you? How did COVID affect you? Well, I mean, it didn't hit me as hard as it hit a lot of other people. I did catch COVID. It wasn't in the beginning, but I did end up getting it. So I remember when it came out, because I, mm-hmm. I worked at a, a restaurant. I will not say the name of that mm-hmm. restaurant because I ain't giving them no clout. Oh, shit. Let's Period. talk about that one. Period. We'll get it. I ain't even saying their names. But um, I was working with the company, and we were doing good. They said everything was being shut down. We had to close everything off. I was very fortunate in that moment to have a company that did allow me to continue to work. So instead of not having a job and not making an income, I was actually able to work through COVID because I worked the entire time. So that didn't really affect me as much. And it was easy money. Like, we just did to-goes. We mm-hmm. didn't do anything that was done in. It was literally to-goes. We still did our protocols. We had our mask on. Mm-hmm. We had our gloves on. Mm-hmm. We social distanced enough in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, and the people that you're around, you know, not that they can't give it to anybody else, but it was just us. So I wasn't around a bunch of people. It was the same people every single day. So I was very fortunate for that, that I, that I will get. So I didn't really have a, a super, super, super hard COVID, but just like creativity wise, I feel like I was a little blah. Cause I feel like that was the time where I had time to sit down and write something. If I wanted to write something, create something, you know, uh, do some videos or, um, do more during that time, and that is one I took. I didn't take any advantage of. That's why I had a heart. It took it took me a minute because that was two years of not acting. You know what I'm saying? Like you should. I should have took that time to actually put more work into my craft, and I didn't really do it. It gave me the time to where I was just being lazy. I mm. was going to work, and I was coming back, and that was literally it. Sometimes I would do a video. Sometimes I would do something. I did go a little viral on TikTok. Hey, shout out TikTok. Y'all want to follow me? It's at Avery Dom McCoy. Um, but 
I didn't hone it. I didn't keep going with that. I just got, I went viral and then was just like, ah, okay, cool. I went viral. No worries. But I could have kept that going. So that one was tough for me. Like that for sure. Like I feel like I should have, I didn't do that. Now looking back on it, it's like, ah, opportunity missed. I mean, I don't think it's an opportunity missed because the opportunity is still here. I mean, it is still here. Right. It is still here. But, you know, sometimes you can't, you can't help but to be like, what if? Mm-hmm. We can't live in the what ifs. We have to live in the now. But your mind still goes back to yeah, of course. What if I had done this? Right. Or what if I had gone this place? Or right. what if I didn't go here and I went there? Mm-hmm. It would have been. It would have made. Maybe it would have been better. Maybe I would have been here. So sometimes in the back of my mind, I do have those thoughts, but I don't. I no longer hone in on those anymore because it's like I can't. If I keep giving into the what ifs, I'm never gonna live in where I am now. Right. It happened. I didn't do that, mm-hmm. but I got this experience. Right. I gained this knowledge. Exactly. I know this now, yep. so I'm good. So yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't super hard, but mentally and all of that kind of stuff, it was just like, dang, I don't want to do anything but just go home and come back, go to work, go home, sit there. So that was. Mine. I think. I mean, I think a lot of people went through that mm-hmm. because even like now, like I think back to like 2020, and even though. Um. Yeah, I dealt with a, with what I dealt with. But I was like, damn, I should have been more productive. I right. should have. I should have took that time to actually like write stuff down. Right. Um. I should have spoken about what I was going through. Mm-hmm. Right. On a on a platform that I did have. Yeah. You know I mean, but that's hard. No, it is hard. That is so hard that you say. Like it's hard. Like I've gone through. I, and I don't know if it, I don't know if it was called depression, and I would never want to put that on. Like I don't want to do that because there are people who are actually going through depression. You know what I mean? But I feel like at some moment I may have been slightly depressed, but I don't know because I didn't lean into it as much. I think I felt like I was depressed because, in my in my opinion, when 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 I'm feel like I'm be depressed, I don't want to do anything. Like, I get in moments where it's just like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk to anybody. I just want to lay here. But I don't know if that's depression or if that's just me being lazy. lazy you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, am I just being lazy or am I depressed? What are my thoughts like? And then sometimes, which is why I brought up, um, we were talking about the the podcast or your first episode earlier. When I was listening to it, she made a comment about how everybody has had at one point a thought, suicidal thoughts. And so I'm like... In those moments, I did kind of like, Man, what am I doing? Like, why, 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 why am I here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not saying I don't want to be here, mm-hmm. just like why? What is my purpose? What am right. I doing? Why am I not doing X, Y, and Z? So I found a lot of those throughout that 2020, but that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I get that, um, and I didn't get that before, right? Because you know, like when you're going through things, mm-hmm. it, it kind of feels like. Only you understand like what it feels like to go through whatever you're going through. Right. Maybe because one, you're sheltering from everybody else, mm-hmm. and two, you're not letting not even one person know like what you're going through. Right. So now you're just having conversations with your mind, trying to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm saying dangerous. Right. It's super dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah. So getting to a point where it's like it was only my voice I was hearing going back and forth, and I was like, "Yo, come on." <laughs> like you need to get your shit together mm-hmm. um and in order to get your shit together of course it's a process because whenever whenever you're in that dark space mm-hmm. 
um, like whenever you're sitting in your shit, it's not comfortable. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not comfortable at all. And it's going to be super hard to get out of that shit. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we mask things so much. Right. Right. Like even even before 2020, I was like, I was always either at the booking room mm-hmm. or doing something with actors, trying to write this, trying to be a part of this, going to this networking meeting, talking to these people, trying to create content out I was doing all of these things mm-hmm. and never once taking the time to worry about myself and my mental right. because I was like, okay, cool. We ain't got time. Boom. Well, it's not Jason. It's someone no. that's Jared. 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 Jared Michael Collins. Jared Michael Collins. That <laughs> there is we a go. beautiful name. I don't know <laughs> Yo, how we blanked on that yeah, one. Hey, hey, Excuse hey, us, Jared Michael Collins, because we love you. Right. Jared, You're amazing. Right. <laughs> Jared Michael Collins. My yeah, bad. Right. Um, Jared Michael it's Collins. always those full names that you just like saying. Avery Don McCoy. You got to get it. Always. got to say it. And it's go crazy, just a small pinpoint. I When I first started acting, I was like, what is my name going to be? Like, what am I going to go as? Am I, am I going to switch it up and mm-hmm. give me a name that's like facility that has nothing to do with mm-hmm. my name? Or mm-hmm. am I going to go on my name? So when I got my agent, she was like, what's your name? And I was like, I don't know, Avery Dawn. She was like, mm, I already got a Dawn. Let's give you something else. I'm like, okay, Avery McCoy. I didn't like that. I was like. No, it's got to hit. You got to know who I am. I don't mm-hmm. want you to 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 misunderstand or or I can't think of the word the word I'm looking for, but I need you to know who I am. So that's why I always say Avery Don McCoy everywhere I go. They're yeah. like, "Damn, you giving me your whole government." Listen, I would never I call you Avery. It it just doesn't hit. It just does. I mean, people, my people before acting, they call me Avery. My family calls me AD, A Don, things like that. Like, but Avery Don McCoy. Mm-hmm. That's what when I accept my awards. Oh yeah. Avery Don McCoy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna be right there, like. Let's get it. I was shooting with you in the gym. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but going back to um, Jared Michael Collins, mm-hmm. I remember he used to have a karaoke with like a bunch of actors. Like yeah. we would all meet up, and I would always go there and stuff like that. Cause at like at the time, I lived like maybe like five, ten minutes away from, like, from the place. Mm-hmm. And so I would always go up there. We would have fun, whatever. But that's also the time that I got into my car accident. Mm. Um, so when I got into my car accident, my car almost got totaled. It was then shot for two months. My back got injured, whatever, whatever. So during that process, I had to sit still for a while. So sitting still for a while is basically like sitting in your shit. So when I was there, that's kind of when everything started. Right. Um, and... And I was still trying to stay, quote unquote, normal, and always going to like the uh, the karaoke nights that they would have. Mm-hmm. And I remember one night I drove. I was driving up there, um, because I had a rental car. I was driving up there, mm-hmm. and five no ten minute no five minutes from like because I was coming from somewhere else. So five minutes from almost being there, I had an anxiety attack while while I was driving. Um, and this anxiety attack while I was driving, it felt so different. So I pulled over because I could just feel my heart pounding out of like out of my chest. Mm. So I had to pull over and I was breathing heavy and I didn't know what was going on. Everything was spinning. And I called Jared. I was like, hey, bro, listen, I'm going to be a little late because I'm going through X, Y, Z. He was like, all right, let me know if you need me to pull up. So I'm there. I Like I get to I, I think I get to a good place. And then I pull up there, and then once I pull up there, 
that's when the tears just started mm-hmm. coming down. Yeah. And I was just, I was just bawling, mm-hmm. boo-hoo crying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this is a pain that you can't explain. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it was, for me, it was mental. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't explain it, but I was just crying. Um, and I remember Jared and uh, and somebody else came to the car and they were talking and we were talking for a while. And I was like, yo, son, don't worry about me. Just go back inside, whatever, whatever. But yeah. they were still talking to me, whatever, whatever. So after that moment, I was like, all right, cool, look. Um, yeah, let me chill out on yeah. like going out to places, da da da. Let me try to try to take care of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's kind of when everything kind of like started spiraling, because mm-hmm. that was that was sometime in 2019. Um, and then that's when every everything started really spiraling. Once I came back from South Carolina working on this movie with this um other company for six weeks mm-hmm. and dealing with all that drain because you know like being on set for six weeks yeah you know what i'm saying it's 14 tough. to 16 hours a day mm-hmm. um maybe having one day out of the week break is a lot yeah so coming from that experience and to come back to atlanta and dealing with all of their drama because you know a lot of people don't know what they're doing just because they have a big budget. They think they know what they're doing, whatever, right. whatever. Right. So you wear a lot of different hats. Mm-hmm. So coming from there and having to be put back in the real life and that COVID hitting right away, everything kind of just piled up at once. Yeah. And that's when the shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a I mean, it was a journey for sure. Yeah. But you got through it. I got through it. And you're here. I'm here. Yes, that's the that is the win in itself. No, that's a fact. Yeah, I mean, because we can, I mean, because we can speak about it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I can, I can, because I have conversations all the time with men on TikTok. Um, I mean, I have conversations all the time with men on TikTok about men's mental health and mm-hmm. things that they're going through. And usually, when I have these conversations, men come up on my live and they're like, "Yo." I've experienced X, Y, and Z. I've had moments where I wanted to end it. Uh, There was literally a man that came up and he said something like, yo, honestly, I was thinking about ending it Mm -hmm. until I came across this live. And and that is the beauty in it right there. That's the beauty in it. Literally. God puts you through what you went through, Mm -hmm. right? So that you could help others get through the same thing who don't know how to get through it, who currently could be in it, who may go into it later. That's why he put you through it. And in the moment, we can't feel that. In the moment, we can't see it. In the moment, we don't understand it. But when we get through it, then that's when the light bulb is like, oh, that, okay, I hear you. I see mm, you. Right. You know, I under, now I understand. Yeah, I yeah. had to go through this. I didn't want to go through it, but I had to. Mm-hmm. Getting me through this makes me stronger and it makes me help others because there are a lot of people who do not know how to ask for help, myself included. I've been in those spaces where I just don't know how to ask for help. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to ask you. I don't know what to ask you. And I don't really even know what I need help on. I just know I need some help. But I don't want to do that where it comes to pride or whatever. I just don't want to do it. So listening to podcasts or watching you on TikTok helps others get over and get through what they're going through. So I think it's beautiful. I think that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Are you happy? Am I happy? Mm-hmm. I am. 
I am. Like, and that's crazy. I had a conversation with my mom. I'm going through a lot right now. Like, you'll never know. You you never know what somebody's going through by just looking at them. Like, like I said, 2022 was a hard year for me. Like, I'm still, I'm slowly getting out of my 2022. Um, but I told myself once 23 hit, I'm I'm no longer being the victim. I'm no longer letting myself stew and all of that. And it has changed me for the better. Like mm-hmm. everybody has resolutions. Well, my resolution was I'm not going to do social media for, I, I said three months, mm-hmm. but I'm realistically, because I am an artist, I'm going to have to eventually get back on it. Mm-hmm. But my purpose of getting on it will change. Right now, I'm just not on it at all. I deleted all of my social media. Um, I didn't delete the accounts. I just deleted it off my phone, so right. it wasn't easy access. Got you know you, what got I mean? Because yeah. I was finding myself waking up in the morning before talking to God, before peeing, before using anything, getting water. I was scrolling on TikTok. I was scrolling on Instagram. I posted a picture the night before, and I'm trying to see how many likes I got overnight. Like, it was just consuming. And then I look at my phone, how many hours am I on my phone, and what am I on my phone on? Social media. So I say, you know what, in 2023, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be on that like that. And it has cleared my mind. It has given me the opportunity to read more. It's giving me opportunities to fully understand what I want, where I want to go. And that in itself makes me happy because I wasn't happy last year. Like mm. I couldn't verbally say I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But now when I get asked that question, I am happy because I'm happy with who I am and where I'm going, who I am and how I'm getting there and the process and the steps that I'm making to be a better person. So I am. Dope. Are you happy? No. You're not happy? No. Look at me over here gloating about being happy. I'm so sorry. Oh no, You're that wait, hold on. But look, and see, it if if somebody else mm-hmm. next to you has the energy of like, okay, I'm not happy. No, that that has no bearing on how you feel. No facts. Not I mean, just, at I all. Just, I just want I and I'm the type of person where I want you to be happy. It has nothing to do with me. I just want you mm-hmm. to be happy. And hearing you not being happy. You know, it's like okay, well, I, I've I've been there. I've not been happy, so mm-hmm. now I'm like, what 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 can I do to help <laughs> OC be happy? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, um, no. If I had to answer that honestly, mm-hmm. um, no, I'm not happy. Um, I am, I am content. Okay. Um, and I don't even think I should use that word. Um, yeah, you know what? I am content. Um. Okay. I am still trying to, just like you said, you're trying to get out of, uh, what, last year? Yeah. I'm still trying to get out of 2019. Oh, um, makes sense. Because for a long time, I let so much time elapse mm-hmm. because I was going through what I was going through. Um, So now getting out of that, mm-hmm. like I'm still, like I'm still slowly trying to get out of that. Right. Um, Because... It hasn't even been a year since I got out of it. So mm-hmm. I'm still trying to, yeah, I'm still trying to get my toes wet. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to make this feel okay for me to do, um, I mean, in a sense. So um, have, you, have you thought about things, like have you sat down and thought about, okay, well, what does make OC happy? What do I, when I'm doing this, this is when I'm the happiest. When I'm here, when I'm in this place, when I'm doing this activity or I'm, Working on that, have you pinpointed the things that do 
currently make you happy? I mean, see, so like creating um, mm-hmm. makes me happy. Um, creating acting is my makes me happy, made mm-hmm. me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, creating at all, you know what I'm saying, makes me happy. That's kind of why I even started the podcast because um, like just like my intro says, um, I wanted to do this two, three years ago, but I right. wasn't in the proper headspace. Mm-hmm. Now that I am coming out of where I was, I'm starting it. Yeah. Right. I'm not talking about it. I'm actually doing it. Right. So it's like it, in this process now, mm-hmm. even like after we're done this interview, I got to go check the sound out, start chopping it up, working on advertising for the next, uh, for the next episode. And so like, these are things that, I used to love to do, but now that I'm coming out of where I was, I'm trying to get back into the routine of things. So even in those moments where I feel like, you know what? I'm drained. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to do this, whatever, blah. And I'm like, okay, wait, hold up. You know what I'm saying? For two years, you sat down. Mm -hmm. You sat down for two years of your life. Right. And you didn't do shit. Facts. So... It's okay. If you want to rest, that's cool. But understand this. If you don't get this done, it's not going to get done. Right. Well, see, another another way of looking at it, though, is sit in it. Don't run from the feeling. I find that sometimes when, you, when we're in our spaces, we try to run from it and try to tell ourselves we're not feeling this. We're not doing it. No, feel it. That's another thing that it teaches in acting. Go with your emotions. Don't run from the emotions. Lean into the emotions. Lean into it. If you oh, do yeah. get those moments where you're like, you know what? I just don't want to do this. Set a timer. My cousin does told me how to do this, and it, it has worked for me. I've been doing it a little bit more. Let's just say something happens, and it upsets you, and you're mad, and you just want to get it out. Set a 5, 10, depending on how mad you are, 5 to 10 to 15 minute, even 20 minute timer, and yell, curse, scream, Call who you need to call. Get it out of your system. And then after the 20 minutes is done, be done with it. Don't talk about it again. Don't bring it back up. Leave it alone. And just little things like that kind of helped me get out of the mood. Like mm-hmm. now, because then it did not. But mm-hmm. now it, this is something that I've been working on. So I set a timer. And I just I get it out. I will get it out. If I, if I need to cry it out, I'll cry it out. And then after that timer is done, I'm no longer crying about it. And then I'm back to be able to focus because we work so hard to suppress all of those emotions and those feelings. And then all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere when nobody's even talking about that. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just crying. Somebody right. says, how you doing? Now I'm a ball of tears. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that but see, may- I think so. So, so for me, it's like, um, I've, I've learned so much mm-hmm. with going through what I went through and also going through therapy at the same time. Yeah. That I do have those moments. Right. Um, and my therapist can say it. Like, I have those moments where it's like, sometimes I don't feel like, yo, okay, look, I feel shitty, mm-hmm. but I know I have to get this work done. Right. If I don't get this work done in this deadline, um, all of this other stuff is going to pile up. Mm-hmm. So do I just lay down for the day in my shit Mm. or while I'm feeling shitty, I push past that Mm. and I get my work done. And when I get my work done, 
you can go ahead and feel what you need to feel. Now, you're not holding it in for the whole day. Right. But you're pushing past that shit that's trying to block you from doing what you need to do mm. for that moment. And once I get that done, that's when I feel what I need to feel. Right. So, so it's like I do have processes and things that like that I do mm-hmm. um, to make sure that I can still get my work done, but at mm-hmm. the same time still be able to feel what I need to feel. Right. Um, it's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, it's hard when you're doing it by yourself. And when I say doing it by yourself, when okay, you know so many people, mm-hmm. right? But you still feel alone. Damn, OC, that's that's deep. That is deep. Oh my gosh, that's so deep. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, like because I mean, I have so many people in my life, right? Mm-hmm. But at times it's like, man, do I have people in my life? Because mm-hmm. where are they? You know what I mean. Like, even when I am reaching out for help, where are they? I don't see them. So then that makes me be like, am I alone? Because I feel alone. I'm in Atlanta. Got a whole, I mean, I got my acting studio people. I got people that I do know. I don't really have any immediate, immediate family other than a couple of people that are a part of my family. But I don't really have family out here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, sometimes I'll be feeling like I'm alone. But I have all of these, this network of friends but is it me that's not doing it or is it them not doing it, helping me? Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother struggle in itself because am I just excluding myself, making myself feel alone, or am I truly, I don't have anybody and I'm alone? Now, me today, I think, I think they're, um, I think it's a little bit of both, right? right. So I was, uh, I was talking. I don't remember if it was my therapist or my friend, but I was, it probably was my therapist. But I was like, I'm, I'm one of seven children, mm-hmm. um, but I've always felt like the only child. Mm. Um, and I, I know so many people in this industry and I've like so many people professionally and so many people like we have gained a friendship, but I still feel like I'm on an island by myself even with the people that like I've built friendships with. Um, I think the reason why we feel that way is because, well, I can speak for myself. Um, when I would open up to a certain person and I would be like, you know what, this space, I can do that in this space. Cause me and that person, we have that. Now we have that rapport mm-hmm. and I would open up about that, about whatever it was and what I would say it, would get shut down in the sense of like, hey, listen, I'm having a horrible day. I'm going through X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever. And the person like, damn, that's crazy. But yo, listen, um, this weekend, right, um, we still going to go hit the bar up? Like, and I'm like, shit, damn, I was just trying to open up to you. Like, what's going on? So so I, I think for me, that happening so much is what made me be like, okay, look, you know what? I can't, I can't share how I would feel with Avery Don McCoy mm-hmm. because if I share how I feel with Avery Don McCoy, I'm gonna get shut down. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know what? I gotta, I gotta bottle this up yeah. and just keep it to myself. Yeah, people are selfish. I don't think, I don't think it's selfish. People I, are, I, well, I people, I, I'm, I'm, I love people. 
I'm a people person. I don't. My mother always told me I she, I don't know any strangers. Like I can go in any room and I'm not gonna know a stranger. I mean, I don't know them, but I'm gonna talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, because I'm also a server, I see how people are, and I'm talking all races, everybody. We are selfish as 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 a humanity. We're selfish. Because majority of the people are going to think for themselves first. There are some people in this world that don't. And they lead with themselves, you know, giving, 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 and not being selfish. But the majority of the people are selfish. So the person's going to, you're going to come to somebody and you're going to start talking to them. Have you ever realized that once you're talking and you're the one having the conversation, it leads into them? Always. Why? I, I, you, I, you I didn't call you for that. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying I don't want to hear your problems because... Who would I be? I wouldn't be your friend if I didn't want to hear your problems. But I am calling you to vent about me and you talking about let's go here. But but here's not, but here's the thing I also learned. is like you cannot look for yourself and other people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like right. who I am, who OC is, I know mm. who OC is, right? right? If you If Avery Doe McCoy calls me and says, hey, I am going through X, Y, and Z. I need somebody to talk to. I I just need somebody. Avery, if you want to come over, come over. Let's talk. Right. Have you eaten today? What's up? Right. Like how like how can I be there for you in this moment? Mm-hmm. That is me. But I'm not going to expect that from other people. You can't. And the times that I have, I've been disappointed. You've been disappointed. So I do not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm saying I do not have those expectations at all. But I do also want to say state that in the moments of of 2020, when I had uh, those moments of reaching out to certain people, or even like a lot of people reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Are you happy?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm not." I don't want to. That changed the dynamic of our um of our relationship for the better because it's like now you're seeing this individual in this totally different light. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's this um actress singer. Her name is Levey. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2020, she reached out to me and we were talking about some stuff. We were supposed to work together on some stuff, whatever, and we were talking one night, and um and we were talking about something, and she just asked me like. But are you good? Because I was asking her, is she good? Is she okay? Whatever, whatever. In the midst of going through my shit. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. But I have my girls to hang on to. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but OC, like, are you good? And I was like, nah, I'm not. And we stayed on the phone for an hour. But ever since that one moment, we've checked in on each other literally like every other week or whenever we have a chance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, like Terrell Hill, um, you know what I'm saying? Back in 2020, oh. we now we had that moment of like him checking on me, and I'm like, bro, like I'm really not good. I feel like I want to dot dot dot. I am in the position like we just had that moment, yeah. and then that simple conversation literally changed everything to the point where he shared way a lot of stuff with me that I did not know, mm-hmm. and it became a point where. It was kind of like I would call him to encourage him, even if he didn't need it. I would just call him and be like, yo, bro, like, how you feeling? You know what I mean? Are you good? Yeah. I bet. And I mean, I just want to make sure that you good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He would call me like, yo, bro, like, how's your spirit? And I mean, you good? 
what yeah. I'm saying? So, so there are little, like, there are bright lights in moments like that that you have with people. Mm-hmm. And those things right there, you can't put a price on that. You can't. Yeah, I have a few people that are like that with me in my life. Like, I have my go-tos. Like, I have people that I can actually call that is actually going to listen mm-hmm. to what I have to say. And then it'll segue into something else. And, right. You know, but I do have those people. Like, I have, I'm not alone. So, I, you know, right, in the moment, I don't, I'm not now. But at some point, I did feel like I did. Yeah. So, though, it's pretty good, though. Because in, in what I found that when you take it to God, I don't know who out there is, you know, I don't want to get into all the religious and all that kind of stuff because everybody has their difference, but I know what I believe. Um, I know that any time that I ever am feeling away, even in my darkest moments, even when I really just, I'm not here, I just don't want to do nothing, he always brings me back down. Like, he always, it, every time, like, I'll ask myself, acting, dang, like, ain't nothing coming. I'm not getting anything. Mm-hmm. I'm putting myself out there and nothing's coming back from it mm-hmm. the next week. And then I, and I'll literally say, God, is this for me? Am I supposed to be acting? I'll ask all those questions. And I kid you not, Um, either it's for anywhere between a day and a week, mm-hmm. right? I'm getting a C-mail. I'm getting I'm getting uh something that has to do with acting that pops up. And I take those as I take those as wins. It's like I hear you. Okay, so this is so this is something that you want me to do, because I went months without getting anything. Here right, we are. Right. Now you give me something in a week. Okay, lean into it more. Got it. I hear you. And I have never since I've been here in twenty since twenty seventeen. I have never given acting a hundred percent. Damn. And that's and that's sad. What you, you doing I mean? out here? See, that's the thing. Work. You know what I mean? Like they say, oh, go follow your dreams. How do, how do I do that? Dreams cost money. Dreams cost money, right? And if you're not one of the few to get fortunate enough to be in, get, find a job that's fully connected into the entertainment industry, you have to find it elsewhere. You got to mm-hmm. find a nine to five. You got to find a serving job. Mm-hmm. You got to find a a, um, a driving gig mm-hmm. or or an overnight job. Like there's so many other, that's the ways that you have to find money mm-hmm, to sustain mm-hmm. and make sure that you're doing all of these things, that you're being able to go to classes, that you're being able to to get your headshots, right. to be able to whatever category that you're in, whether that be fitness or whatever, you have to be able to pay for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not to mention living, eating, you know what I mean? So right. what, you know, what can I do? But I got to do it. And so, again, in 2023, I said, I'm going to give it 100%. The job that I will not speak of for the Mm -hmm. years that I was doing it, I wasn't able to give because I was giving to them. Mm -hmm. I was giving the time that I'm supposed to be dedicating to acting, I was giving it to them. So when I wasn't able to take off, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't able to do this. Or if I did take off, it was a backlash from them. I'm not doing it anymore. So if I have a job and there and I have a gig or if I get an opportunity and it conflicts, I'm not taking I'm I don't care about the money. I'll get another job. Right. Cause I've been through I've been through what you're what you're talking about. Right. Oh, well if you don't have a job, you're not gonna get the money. I've been broke. When there's nothing to my name. Zero dollars, negative dollars. I've been there. So and okay, I'm gonna go over here. 
this may just give me exposure. This just may be give me experience and not pay me anything. But best believe, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to get as many contacts as I can. And something is going to come from this this opportunity. Thank I'm, you so much. Mm-hmm. I'm going over here. Let me look at you now. Pulling up in a Lamborghini. This living is in <laughs> Come on now. A Lambo. Really? Let me see. That's what it is outside. <laughs> Come on, Lambo. You better speak that OC. Pulling up in a Lambo, living in Buckhead. Yep. Come on, yep. now. I hear. Yes, I will be li- pulling up in a Lambo and having uh, living in Buckhead. Thank you very much. There it is. I've just put it in the air. Wait, don't you have a podcast? I have a podcast. I do. It's called Slated Truths, and it's with a guy named Kevin. Okay. Um. We're on on a little hiatus break right now. Mm-hmm. Get it, we're revamping. Mm-hmm. I will say that we're re, we're revamping our podcast. It's similar to um, how Slated Truths. We're talking about the industry and all things industry. So it's for actors to come through and just uh, and artists, not just actors. People, because he's a although he does act, he's more so in the. Um, music mm-hmm. realm i don't really know much about music but right. he does like beats he create he raps he creates produces you know he does all of that mm-hmm. um so we just bring our two worlds together and we just talk about what's going on in the world we talk about the latest goss yeah, yeah. on um the acting scene uh, we talk about our wins you know and it's really just a place to have a nice conversation about different things how how acting has affected both of us in our lives and what we're doing going forward and how we can help those that may not know um like I, I part of the studio ls studios one thing that they're really good on is um development of the actor so the background of it most actors like oh i'm just gonna go act but they don't know okay i need an actor's access what's actor's access right you need to know about actors access. How do I maneuver? How do I work actors access? What is it for? So that's kind of what we do on, on Slated Truths. So that thought, will be coming up in next week or so. I thought I thought your podcast okay, and this was a probably a different podcast, right? That you were on. Um Oh. Not wait, which one you talk? Wait. I did have another podcast. Yeah. I was a part of another podcast. What's that podcast? That <laughs> mm, that podcast was after dark. That was mm-hmm. it was called. Uh, what was that called? I put that so far out of my mind. Um, it was like sex after dark or something like that. So we literally were talking about like it wasn't super raunchy, but it was pretty explicit. Like it was basically just educating people on sex. Um, in our sex lives and, you know, things that may not be what like people like and just different experiences that you have. It's a whole, but they have a whole, they have a whole bunch of podcasts. That's just one entity right, of right. their whole brand. Right. Um, it's called fuck out of here. F O H. Got you. Got and you. And they have different segments. Like one talks about worldly events. One talks about sex after dark. One talks about relationships. So they have like a couple that runs that one. It was me and two other people that that ran that one. They have the main one, and I think they just opened, they just started a new one. But right. yeah, that one I am no longer affiliated with that podcast. Not because you know it was it was interesting and a part of my life, and I did do it, and it was you know I got to be myself. I'm always going to be myself Copy. and know my truth. But I thought about my longevity, and I was like, yeah, this may not be where I want my career to be you know to go and i know eventually it's gonna resurface mm. put it on the table pretty so anybody much. that comes on here you'll just get a plug in pretty much right there. um so i'm missing one book yeah. i had a book on here 
for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really helpful. Ask, uh, a friend of mine came and she was like, oh, this is a good book. I should order it. I was like, well, borrow it. Yeah. And just bring it back. The brought back part hasn't come yet. I mean, it, it hasn't come back yet, but uh-huh. um, she's going to be on a podcast in a few weeks. So. Yeah. Don't, don't remind her. You know what? You're right. Don't remind her. No, I man. I'm going to test the friendship. Test the friendship. Not not saying that you're going to test her, cause, but test the friendship. Yeah, I'm going to test the friendship. Because she's going to look at that book and be like, I need to get that back to OC. Mm-hmm. Or she's going to come here and be like, dang, I forgot your book. You know what? Which she, friend is she? No, I mean, you know what? She <laughs> she is going to be, it's either going to go this way. If she brings a book mm-hmm. and if somebody else wants to borrow a book, yeah. I'm going to be like, yes. If she doesn't bring the book from now on, I'm not letting anybody yeah, don't let book. anybody bring that. And that is that that is a word in itself. No fact. That is a word because that's just that and borrowing money. Like that's just one thing that you never see. The thing is, you never lend out anything that you do not that you do not care about getting right. back. Right. Like if I give money, if I give you money, that means I I will have the hope that you're gonna give me my money, mm-hmm. but I'm okay. If you don't give me my money back, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's what people do, people will lend money out and then hound hound them for the money. Why did you lend it? Right. I know it's your money, but you should not have lent that money if you because there's a possibility that you may not get it back. Now you mad at that person. Now the burnt the, the bridge is burnt. Now y'all can't be friends no more because they owe you money. Mm-hmm. Stop lending money out. Mm-hmm. If you gonna be the type of person that's gonna be like that, don't lend the money. Right. Nah, I feel you, hundred percent. But I'm sure she's gonna give you the book back. It might just be really good. She may have gotten through it. I don't you know. know. We'll see. See, that's the thing about I feel like with social media, mm-hmm. I want people, which is an unrealistic expectation, but my ignor I ignorantly want this. Um, I want people to truly want to follow me. I want people to truly want to follow me. So like sometimes it's like that's what that's what holds me back from creating. Sometimes it is a block that I have because to me it's like I put something out mm-hmm. and it I want people to genuinely like it. I don't want people just to follow or just to do it just because. Like I really want them to. Like I want them to know and be a fan. And I think that's why cuz there's people who've bought followers, there's people that's bought all of this stuff and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I, w- I would like everybody to want yeah. to follow me. So, I mean, f- I have ten thousand seven hundred followers on my main TikTok page, mm-hmm. um, and that took me about two years. See, my my, I had overnight success on TikTok, but I haven't capitalized on it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I had mm-hmm. one video, never had been on TikTok before. I think I did like. I just was, I didn't know anything about TikTok. Posted randomly after a conversation with my best friend about periods. Yeah, kid you not. About periods. And I made a skit about a period. And I gave period a person. I think I've seen that. Yeah, they're pretty good. Not going to lie, they're pretty good. I've seen that. But my very first one, I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it. I just did it. Posted it on TikTok. Went Stupid. Never had had my phone do that before. So then I created a series. I'm like, okay, bet. So now I got a couple episodes. You know what I mean? 
But when it happens so fast and you're not ready or prepared, mm-hmm. you're not, you got to get prepared. And now I'm prepared, but I wasn't prepared. So I have like 37,000 followers on TikTok mm-hmm. with over 700 something likes on a combination of all of my videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I didn't capitalize. And, and that took and that 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 happened literally overnight. But I mean, you still can though. I still can. It's a little harder though because now I'm trying to figure out the code. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just crack it and then it just happens and the door opens first time. You know what I mean? But now I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do? How do what who what do you like this? Who likes that? Like this 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 video got a hundred thousand views, but this video only got five hundred. Mm-hmm. It's very humbling. For sure. So it's just now, you know, now I'm sitting in my creativity, like I said, not on social media. So I'm having a little bit more time to actually think out where I want to go going forward. I mean, but see, a lot of people came up like, like, because I came up like that on mm-hmm. TikTok. I literally had 100 followers mm-hmm. on, I mean, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I posted a video of me in the gun range with a couple of friends of mine. I didn't think it was going to do anything. I posted it, went to bed, woke up. Logged in, it was crazy. I, hundreds of comments and yeah, um, I was like, "Whoa, people what? like guns, right?" No facts. <laughs> and then that's when I started to really like, because you always hear when like the negative side of TikTok when people are like coming at you and stuff. And then that was my first instance of like getting that. Yeah, but like the way people want you to feel about it, like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't absorb any of it. It was funny to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But, like, I gained over 7,000 followers in, like, a matter of two days. Mm-hmm. But the reason why it took me so long to get to 10,000, I had to figure out what that sweet spot was. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, okay, I posted about 10 videos before three of my videos went viral, mm-hmm. and now I'm sitting on 7,000 followers. So, okay, how can I bring this up? So, I'm posting videos, posting motivational stuff, whatever, like, it's hitting Da, da, da. And I went on live with this lady and she was apparently drunk, but I just like me, I let people talk and put their foot in their mouth. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there talking and this lady's just being like outwardly racist. And she, yeah, she's just cursing me out and everything like that. And then I post the conversation on yeah. uh, like on TikTok and yeah. then people were talking and starting conversation. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start having conversations on live. You know, it's crazy that you brought up racism. Mm-hmm. I literally just had a, a spat with that yesterday. Mm. And I've never in my 33 years have had to deal personally with with racism. Living here? Are you serious? It's never interact. It's never encountered me per- directly. Mm-hmm. It's always been an indirect like a friend of somebody or I've, you know, I've been around it, but not next to me. It's never been directed or around me. Like that. Um, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say where I work. But I did have a coworker make a racist comment. Um, and I don't know that she intended on me hearing it. What's her name? I'm not going to say it. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was at a place in the job. Um, she was having a conversation with another coworker. And... She said he asked them why they have a to-go plate, a to-go silverware on this plate that was for here. Her response was black people. Exactly. You hear the awkward pause? I'm like, 
mm-mm. My face is like, hmm? So she then says it again. I said, huh? She says black people. So she doubled down and she said it again. Now I'm like, well, what does that mean? I, now, I, now I need to know exactly what you mean by this. Because why would you say that? She proceeds to say white people don't ask for to-go silverware. Okay. Hmm. So once they saw my face, because I felt I was immediately offended. Immediately I was offended. Like, why, why would you feel that that was okay to say? And how comfortable it came out of your mouth. That means you say things like that all the time. Because you were too comfortable. Too white people, of course. Um, so then once they saw my face, they were like, the guy, he was like, oh, well, you know, white people don't care about germs. It wasn't a hesitation when she said it the first time. If I look at you and I, you can clearly see on my face that I'm disgusted, shocked, pissed, all of that, you should not have said it again. You should have been, and she didn't apologize. She never said sorry because you saw I was offended because y'all tried to clean it up. You know what I'm saying? So why didn't you apologize? Apology wouldn't have mattered, but it would have made it better. You know what I mean? I'm... I did not mean to offend you. I I do I didn't mean to mm-hmm. I didn't mean to offend you. I apologize. But you meant what you said and you're not sorry. So the apology actually wouldn't have meant anything cuz you meant it. Right, right. The thing is I I didn't experience racism until I moved to Georgia. Mm. Cuz I'm from New York. Mm-hmm. And the first time I experienced it was when I was in high school. And literally like <clears throat> I was cool with all the gang members. Um and so one time there was something going on in school and um on one side of the lunchroom there was all these white kids and they were just standing there taunting all of the black kids. Mm-hmm. They were saying, Hey nigger, hey nigger, if you cross this line, nigger that and I'm like, Whoa, what is going on? What year was that? This was You said high school? Yeah, high school. This was um I don't know. You ain't gotta tell your age. It's okay. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, dang, I forgot what year this was. I graduated in twenty in uh two thousand eight. Yeah, same. Um, so this in was high school, so it had to be like five, six. No, it might have been seven. In seven, unfortunately, we are living in Trump right. era. But see, back then it wasn't Trump era. It wasn't um, Trump era. And see. And see, the reason why I said I knew all the gang members is because in that moment, because uh, because in that moment, um, okay, so the reason why I said I know all the gang members that was in school, because in that moment, when everything was happening, and I've never shared this story, in that mm-hmm. moment when everything was happening, okay, I got to school, mm-hmm. I went to lunchroom, you could tell there was tension in like in the air so i'm yeah. going i'm like yo like what's up mm-hmm. like what's going on and so we talking to kids like there was this one dude that that like i was talking to, i was like yo what's going on bro he was hot heated right um and yeah this was the eagles landing high school in um henry county mm-hmm. um and he was heated he was like bro like these dudes coming over here talking mad shit about us da 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 i'm like bro chill like what's up he and so he had a book bag, a black bag. And so he unzipped the black bag. 
And he was like, bro, I swear if they come over here, I'm going to light them all up. Mind you, this is high school. He had a gun? He had a gun in his bag, right? Like, I saw it when I was like, whoa. Like, he had a gun in his bag in school. Now, mind you, this is one individual. There was about 30 to 40 of them. So, who knows, right? So, in this moment while this is happening, because, mind you, I've, like, like I've always showed everyone respect. That's why I got respect in school. Mm-hmm. So so in this moment when these kids are saying, yo, you niggers, if you cross this line, niggers, da, 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 whatever's going to happen, I'm thinking like in this moment, if I don't like say something or whatever, mm-hmm. these dudes that I'm with, like they're going to use what they brought all the way to school for, like because they didn't bring it to school for no reason. Right. So I'm like, nah, bro, chill, 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 bro. Yeah, I mean, it ain't that real. It ain't that serious. Whatever, whatever. Um, and now, mind you, it didn't only take that. It took a lot of other people too. But no teachers, like even I don't even think any of the teachers knew like what was going on and how serious it was, like yeah. in that moment. But luckily, yeah, I mean, I got them to chill, whatever, whatever. And the white kids went to go do whatever they did. Yeah, but it's like cool. now, but it's like now looking back at it. I'm not going to lie. Now looking back at it, I wish I would have just sat back and mind my business. No, you made no. No, 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 no. Because, and I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but ever since that moment, Mm -hmm. I've experienced so much like racial moments like in Atlanta Mm -hmm. where people openly are openly racist. Right. And like, and like they really think that they could get away with that. Because well, they no, are. no, right? They are because nobody put them in check. It's just, I, I hate that we still have to deal with that. Mm. It's reality, but I just hate that we have to deal with it. Like, why we just can't be in harmony and everybody just get along and leave all of that racist stuff out of the like, leave it out of it. It's not. What does it do? Yeah, you go to the pearly gates. It ain't got nothing. To, that has nothing to do with anything. That white man, that black girl, that that Hispanic, any of that, God don't care. Mm-hmm. God does not care. First of all, why don't you have a a, a a nail on your pinky toe? But but maybe they have bad um, nail beds, but and they break easily. I know, but see, the only thing that means is you should always have socks on. But did, don't you have to love them as they are? No. No. Do you love everybody as they are? I do love people as they are. I don't have to deal with those people, and you right. don't, you don't right. have See? to deal with them with the pinky toe. Egg, exactly. But 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 that's for you. That's a discomfort on you. That's not on me. No facts. If I if if I'm if I'm coming around you, and either I'm just not gonna come around you because clearly my pinky toe nail not having it makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> but even still, if I'm content with myself not having a pinky toe, mm-hmm. it it should not affect you. And if it does affect you, then I won't be around you. No. I ain't going to make force me to wear socks. Yeah. I ain't got no pinky toe now. Yeah, are you crazy? Yeah, I guess I am These crazy. are These are wood floors. That more the better. Do you... Listen, okay, I'm not going to hold you, right? <laughs> so you came here in flip-flops. I slide. Slide, sorry. Slide, slide. yeah, because yeah, those are two totally different two things. Two totally different things. All right, so you came here in slides, Yeah. right? 
I'm on my I'm on my chill game. Nah, I, facts. I, yeah. Respectfully. <laughs> um, so if you would have came in here in slides and only slides and not socks. Well, I okay. The, yes, I do understand what you mean. I would have been like, um, okay, and and if that was the first thing I saw, and you were missing three out of five of your nails. Now they only got three. Well, I, okay, cool. If you were missing your pinky toenail, <laughs> I would I would be like, respectfully, do you have socks inside your car? Oh wow! For you, for you, for me coming into your space, that makes sense because this is your space. I'm not trying to disrespect your space. If you want me to come in here and I have socks on with my only four toenails, respect. I got you. You see? I do. I now, get. I get that. It's just the 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 back end of it is like dang they they can't help the fact that they ain't got no toenails oh no look I'm gonna still respect you a hundred I mean a hundred you know what I'm saying yeah but like if we chilling respectfully keep your socks on because you're you're okay with that you have come to terms with you having only nine nine nails on your toes <laughs> you've come to terms with that but you're not you're not ready to no that. I'm not Wow. I'm not there yet, respectfully. Savage. Brutal. It's the life. You see what the doormat says. It says, bitch, don't wear no shoes. Or something like that. Yeah, bitch, bitch don't wear don't no wear shoes, shoes in my house. In your house, yeah. And you know where that's from? No. You know where that's from? No. Bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house. What's that dude's name? Um, What's that artist's name? I don't know. Alexa. Play bitch don't wear no shoes in my house. To listen to specific songs anytime you like, just say try Amazon Music Unlimited. Shuffle in your box and similar songs. This is where you. Music. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. not that song. That's See, I, first of all, I would never know that song based off that. What? Alexa, stop. What are you talking about? I would never know. Now what are you now what are you talking about? Why would I know that song based off that that particular But lyric? I'm saying that particular lyric Bitch, was don't wear no shoes she's my house. house. But that's not that song. No, it's that song. It is that song, but people would not describe it off that word. Have you said something else a part of the words or like the 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 main course or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then i'd be like oh yeah 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 how you doing i would do oh yeah i guess you got you got you but bitch don't wear no shoes in my, that's not where my mind i wasn't gonna take my shoes off standing on on the porch oh no because you have slides on correct i get but it even if i had tennies on i still would have waited to come right here even if you had what tennies tennis shoes okay <laughs> you don't know what tennies tennies are I'm, nobody's ever said tennies it's short for tennis shoes. Okay, respectfully. Respect. I would have still taken them off right there, but I I got sidetracked by the hug first. No facts. You see what I'm saying? I so mean, my mind wasn't on shoes. Okay. Off. My mind was on hug. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me let me be real with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that hug was mid. I mean, meh. No, no, no. Like, like I haven't seen you since 2020. Yeah, you were, you wanted a you wanted a 20 minute hug. I wanted a hug. You can still get a hug. No, 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 no. Still gonna get a hug. Right? No, 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 no. But look, but the initial, it was mid. Not too great in my hug game. We haven't been utilizing that muscle, so you know what I'm saying. The hugging muscle. Right. 
our hugging muscles. You know, not me. Yo, listen, <laughs> listen, now, nah, man, don't play with it. Like, because you know, there's people that give really shitty hugs. Like, you know this. Yeah, but I can't give shitty hugs. Right. Even even my worst hug is not shitty. No, no, no. I'm not saying this hug was shitty. Yeah, you said mid. I'm just saying it's mid. Yeah, you, it were, was looking, mid. you were looking for grade A. I was looking for loud. You know what I'm saying? All right, I'm going to let you have that. I'm going to let you have that. But, yo, tell us, I mean, tell us, like, everywhere we could follow you at. Um, literally every social media platform I have is Avery Don McCoy. And it's pretty interesting because how you spell it. It's A-V-A-R-Y, not an E. It's A-V-A-R-Y. My mom got a little creative. Mm-hmm. She got a little creative. So it's A-V-A-R-Y-D-A-W-N-M-C-C-O-Y. That's on Instagram. That's on TikTok. That's on YouTube. That's on Twitter. I ain't been on Twitter really in years, but I do have it. Um, that's it. That's everything. Even on Facebook, that's it's every it's where you can find me at all. Everything that I do, Avery Don McCoy. Nah, facts. facts. Yeah. Hey, listen, I appreciate having you come on to my podcast. I had fun. I'm glad you There's did. So much. We need an episode two. I mean, a part two of this episode. Right. And see, I think because I think this podcast is this episode is going to be an hour long. Yeah. Um, because I have to change my batteries out. <laughs> so so yeah i mean yeah i'm i'm down for part two we yeah. definitely need a part two yeah um but no i greatly appreciate you for coming on the podcast and i'm here for, for sure um and i can't wait to see like the new things since you are giving your career a hundred percent this year yeah yeah i'm saying i can't wait to see what you actually produce mm-hmm. and i know what you produce is going to be greatness i appreciate that no for That's sure love. of course always that's love. Always. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, this is your boy, OC, and I'm out. Thank you for listening to the How Do We Meet podcast. We hope that something in this podcast has resonated with you. You can email us at howdwemeetpod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at howdwemeetpodcast. Until next time, like OC always says, take it one day at a time.